Hey guys, it's Teresa, the host of You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast you're listening to right now. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to say hello. I know it's been a minute since I made one of these pre-rolls, and um, because I don't want to just do them if I don't have anything to say, but what I did want to say is thank you guys so much. Happy New Year. It's 2019. I hope you guys are all killing it, doing whatever it is that you told yourself you would do this year. January is halfway over, and I know for me it's been a pretty, uh, a pretty rocky start um, because a lot of stuff that you know I I I, uh, I shot my shot at I didn't get, but I want to start on a positive note. Um, I am getting more opportunities to do that kind of thing. Whenever you're failing a lot, it means you're getting more opportunities to fail, which honestly is probably a good thing. Uh, I don't know. I guess they call me the spin doctor because I make every bad thing a good thing. Um, anyways, enough about that. Uh, what I did want to say is you guys can come see me live perform comedy if you are into that sort of thing. Um, I'm, uh, I'm performing shows all over LA in the coming weeks. Um, if you guys want to see me live, you can go to TeresaLeeComedy.com. Every Monday I host a show now at the Public House in Los Feliz. It happens every Monday at 10 p.m. It's totally free. We give out free beers, free pizza to the audience. Super fun. Always a great lineup. And also I'll be um, at The Friend at my other show. It's a monthly show, The Comedy at The Friend, January 27th. That's a Sunday, 7.30 p.m. And after that, I'll be at the Dynasty Typewriter for Let's Go Atsuko with Atsuko Akatsuko, who was a former guest, if you guys remember her from the uh, Swingers episode. That's also January 27th. It starts at 8 p.m. So go to one, go to both, do whatever you want. Um, it's going to be a fun night. And uh, finally, um, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't know, at Larissa T. Do you guys still do Twitter? Is that still a thing? I'm still on it. Anyways, that's all I wanted to say. Um, thank you for supporting the Patreon if you guys are confidants and members of that. I just posted a new video confession. Those are only available to the highest tier, the high and mighty chosen ones. Uh, but for just $1, you can become a confidant, which means access to all of the audio bonus episodes including one we just posted uh, a week or so ago with with um, our producer, Sammy Junio. A lot of fun, so go check that out. You can join the Patreon for just $1. Isn't that crazy? One fucking dollar. All right, I'm really excited for this show. This episode was with my former roommate, Kat Toledo. She's super amazing, super fun. What a joy to live with. Um, our, uh, our living together got cut short because of a uh, unfortunate situation with neither of us but the person who was on the lease was neither of us um so i uh, had a good time li- living with her had a good time talking to her and i think you guys are gonna enjoy this episode all right you can tell her you can tell her anything she's a real the host of You Can Tell Me Anything Pod, um, this podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone. If this is your first time joining us, I don't, I don't think it is anybody's first. Is it your? Just let me know if it is. I always explain what it is up top, as if nobody knows. But I'm sure you guys already know, uh, and you can read the description. Um, but if you want to confess something as a listener, um, it can, it will be anonymous. You can leave me a message at three two three three eight eight three five two one. Or you can email me at tell me uh, tell me anything pod at gmail.com. 
love reading your messages or you can just send me compliments i like those too those are fine or dm me whatever do whatever you want don't be creepy okay cool uh, i'm so excited for this guest uh we used to live together she's super <laughs> funny she just went to miami to shoot a pilot she's back looking fresh looking hot it's cat toledo Woo! Ow, ow. <laughs> Yes, I just showered. <laughs> I love that you're back. It's like, and you're in all white. It's like, so, like, very Miami. I don't know. Is that a Miami thing? It just yep. feels like it's not an LA thing, but I like it. It's a good look. It's a it's a tropical thing to wear yeah. uh, white linens and white in general. Mm-hmm. Adopted by the Miami Heat, too. They're like, we're white hot, and everybody wears white. <laughs> I think it's a Santeria thing, but uh, oh. it also could just be sports. <laughs> so, um, do, do you have experience, like, with people who practice Santeria? Is that a th- real thing around there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I a lot of friends, like, burn candles and uh-huh. things the like Santeria that. Santeria is different from Wicca, though, right? Yeah, Wiccan seems more, like, Western. It's, like, appropriated like, Santeria. Ro- no, you're, you know, everybody uh, had spirituality sure, at sure. S- from some some place, like, uh, but uh, Santeria is more, like, Caribbean, African uh, mm. origin, and then, like, Wicca would be more, like, fairies and, and Nordic oh, origins. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. <laughs> I when I I went through a phase in uh, how old was I? I think I was like maybe ten, where I really wanted to be a witch, uh, and I had one. I rent borrowed one of those books from the library about Wicca, <laughs> and I would draw those star. You know the penta. What is it called? Pentagon. Pentagon. Pentagram. Pentagram on everything. But good good connection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I and I did uh and then I tried to do some spells. I think I got bored because I was like these spells. I thought I was gonna be like cool magic sparks flying, and the spells are mostly just like you know recite this uh, poem about how you love yourself to yourself and like it's all about love, which is great. But I was like this is kind of boring, so then I, <laughs> so then I stopped doing it. Yep. But uh, anyways, I don't know. Now I know a lot of witches. And it seems cool. It's come back around, I guess. <laughs> I like to start every pod by asking my guests for a good confession, because not all confessions are bad. Do you have something good you'd like to confess? Uh, I love meditating. I thought about this. I was like, which one of my great lifestyle choices should I pick? But uh, transcendental meditation is really awesome, and I recommend it to everyone. Yes, that's right. You started doing that. Um, how, have you seen any big changes since? Yeah, I mean, it could be that I've made other life changes in at the same time, and then altogether it aligns, but I'm much more calmer. My mom says she prefers to talk to me after I've meditated, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm just pretty chill. I notice, uh, you know, sometimes I get nervous when I'm in the front seat uh, in a car with a driver, you know, uh, uh-huh. and after I meditate, it's like, whatever. <laughs> um, just more focused. I could... Uh, tap into heartfelt uh applica- applying for things a little mm-hmm. bit better um you don't strike me as someone who's super anxious normally though i mean i think I, like a, a lot of comedians get anxiety so i mean i'm sure you've gotten anxiety but i just your, your presence is very calming like i feel like you're constantly like you always have very wise things to say and so i'm curious like so what made you want to meditate was it is it something that you were like i need to calm down um, I've or always been into like, Buddhist meditation and, um, this, uh, Japanese place that I found in New York, uh, called the Zendo village. They have a different kind of meditation, like a walking meditation. Mm-hmm. And I just always have been interested since I was young. And, and then I was like, oh yeah, I should, I should do the TM thing. I should do the meditating twice a day thing. I, I should do that. And then I saw the Gary Shandling, 
uh, Zen Diaries, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> it's time. It's time to meditate for real. Um, and so then I just went to the TM Center, and then they give you a discount if you're like, I've had a traumatic past. Oh, wow. And they're like, okay, 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 okay. Huh. Say no more, please. <laughs> and uh, and they hook you up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you believe in, like, seeing signs in the universe? Because you were talking about, like, watching the Zen Diaries. Do you feel like, do you look for things like that? Like, okay, I saw this thing, and this is kind of a sign that I should do this? I, I think definitely, uh, yeah, the universe speaks to you, you know, whatever language you like. Sometimes it's like a movie that comes out. It's like, I keep hearing about the movie. Or like sometimes for me what happens is I keep hearing a song in my head and I'm like, what does it mean? Uh-huh. And so then, and then I figure it out uh, eventually. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, if you have a good connection to yourself and your higher self, then y- you could listen a little bit better and communicate. Don't drive yourself crazy. Yeah, because that's, that's easy to do. You're, You're like, like, oh, what, what does, does this mean? mean? Yeah, I well, I used to be very into signs. Uh, just like if anything, if there were any coincidences, I would just be like, it's meant to be. But now I, I think I have a little bit more of a like uh, hands off approach where when there's signs, I just think of it as like a nod from the universe. I'm trying to think of an example. Like okay, when I was um in college, I was like in love with this guy, and I um just I think more because of the story than actually him. Like what when when i i never really got to know him and when i did i was like he's kind of not a good person um but <laughs> i was like convinced he was my soulmate because there would be times when we would just have these coincidence coincidental run-ins like across the country i just like wasn't going to go to a party but then a friend of mine last minute was like i'm here and then i went and then like he was there and i was like how are you like things like that or i'd be thinking about him uh, and then I'd be walking through the park and then he'd be right there. So things like that made me be like, okay, well, like he's my soulmate. But then n- now I'm like, oh, I don't think those signs mean you have to do anything. They're just, they're just meant more as like a, the universe and audience be like, you're where you're supposed to be. It doesn't mean you have to like pursue this person. Uh, it just means like you're where you're supposed to be. Maybe it means you're supposed to do something else. Uh, if that makes sense. I don't, but I used to put too much significance on this and that's, and that's, I think was my detriment. But now I recently had a sign happen where I didn't do anything about it. I did a I shot this commercial um, with these two other like kind of like whatever soap opera actors. Not no, they weren't like famous or anything, but they were also in it with me. And one of the guys, uh, they were like a married. I don't know if they're married. They're a couple. And so I was the only one who didn't know them. And one of the what the guy uh, was in like he was. I was just asking him what they were in, and they were just like in random Lifetime movies. So I was like, okay, I don't know you guys. Doesn't matter. But then the next day at work, I had to like punch up a script. And in one of the scripts, there was this trailer. The whole thing was like kind of obscure, silly movies. And one of them had this guy as the star. And it was like the next day I pulled it up and here was this guy's face. And he was supposed to just be a no-name actor that they were making fun of. And I was like, whoa, that's so weird. I just was in this commercial with I him. I know his name. Yeah, <laughs> but it, the weird thing to me, I was like, what does it mean? And then I was like, it doesn't mean anything. It just means it's like a little nod from the universe that like, oh, cool, I'm in the right, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. Things uh, are more connected uh, than we realize sometimes. You know, I learned this on my own and also on a gel trip. Uh, tab trip one time (laughs) (laughs) in uh, like 1999 Mm -hmm. Um, but things are connected like cellularly (laughs) like the way cells have those globs and they're right like your skin cells right next to each other I feel like the universe has like this almost invisible thing like that in the air and everything's connected and so you know it would make sense that within your 
perimeter, you'd get some True. S- synchronicity, some coincidence, some overlapping. It's just how things are. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> do you go to therapy? I do. I specifically looked for a Jungian, Carl Jungian trained uh-huh. therapist who also did a lot of study on synchronicities. Um, I like it a lot. It's made a huge difference, I think, that combined with lifestyle changes. Uh, <laughs> is it all about, it's all about symbology, right? Or dreams? Is definitely, that a big part of it? Yeah, we definitely study dreams and um, it's like giving her, uh, like she goes in on it. Like it's like <laughs> juicy for her. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> like oh, and that's She fun. loves it and, and she finds uh, perspectives on it that I've never uh, would have. Um, it's just, it's like, it's like mind blowing, really like mind expanding sessions oh cool i would pay someone just to listen to my dreams (laughs) i feel like that's the thing i'm always like nobody wants to hear about anybody's dreams don't talk about your dreams but then every like if i if i have a crazy dream the first person i see i'm still like i want to tell you about my and then i'm like no nobody wants to hear to keep a dream about your dreams i used to growing up uh and i like that because it almost i would forget you know because you remember the dream when you wake up and you write it down and then you go about your day and then I'd go back and look at the journal and I wouldn't remember writing any of it and I thought that was cool because I'm like oh cool it's like clearly my handwriting but I don't remember it <laughs> I think I just like getting out of my body yeah like, that's what you do uh I had a a, a s- smart person once tell me that like uh if you don't keep a journal that then you get like persistent thought or persistent mm. like anxiety things and you just write it down and then it know? goes away goes away or at least you see it uh you kind of see it from a different point of view that's true. On paper, I literally. used to love reading <laughs> my old journals. Like I, as a pastime, I would sit down <laughs> and just for hours go through because I had a lot. I wrote pretty much from maybe like second grade until uh, maybe sophomore year of college. I was keeping a journal, not daily, but like enough where it was regular. So every year of my life was tracked. But uh, but I kind of stopped. I think the internet just made me transition into just like telling people my thoughts that way. Mm. It's dangerous. And then is. there's opinions. Yeah. Where, where, when do you get feedback on your journal, comments, likes? That's true. But I used to write as if, like, because I was such a narcissist as a kid. I was like, I'm going to be famous one day. Live journal was a thing. Oh, yeah. That, that was really, that. people got and really deep on that. I had Zanga. I don't know Zanga. It's like live journal, but for Asian people. <laughs> Zanga. <laughs> That's nice. I, I recommend uh, keeping a journal. It's really good. Dream journal at the very least, and then just random thought journal. Do you ever get scared? Like, well, so I would do this thing where I felt, cause, because someone told me Emily Dickinson died unknown, and then they found her poetry. I would just do this thing where I just would write as if someone was finding it after I died. <laughs> like, so narcissistic. So then I would just, I almost felt like I was putting on a pretense. So now I try not to do that, but then it, it does come out very boring. <laughs> so. uh, I don't know, you just... Write for yourself. That's right. <laughs> well, is there anything you would like to tell me that is not in your journal or is in your journal, but you want to share with me in the world? Is this 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 the one? This is the, your confession. Um, you know, I forget that this happened. Uh, but when I was like nineteen, um, on Craigslist, we found this thing where like seventy five dollars an hour, willing to train dominatrixes. <gasps> and train a dominatrix no 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 uh, oh she's a dominatrix get trained get trained to be a dominatrix 75 dollars an hour and my best friend she's like i'll do it and i was like okay i'll do it if you do it 
and at that time I lived in Miami and this dungeon was in Fort Lauderdale, which was like a 45 minute drive. Whoa. And I somehow got like my boyfriend at the time to let me borrow his family van. (laughs) And so my best friend and I would drive up to Fort Lauderdale and trained to be dominatrices and um we were in training which was you know very uh according to like the dungeon master this lady who whose name i can't remember but she definitely went one of her like characters was like sergeant Payne or like something Uh like that and um and she, uh, she was like, okay, so this is very valuable uh, training. It's worth more than $75 an hour. So we're like, okay, I, all right, whatever. Uh, and we, like, at that time, I had a Victoria's Secret uh, credit card. Uh-huh. And I totally blew it all in, like, corsets oh and, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, sexy clothes. And um, and we picked names. Mine was Empress Jade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which, okay. Which is so interesting because I love Jade. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and... And then, yeah, we trained and we would uh, practice on um, houseboys, which are like just like guys who are like very happy uh, to be used as training uh, people. Like interns. Yeah, interns. <laughs> yeah, unpaid interns. It's who, like when you go get a haircut from, but you want to save money, so you go to the trainees. I, I love like, going to those. You're looking, yeah, <laughs> I you're used to for a dominatrix, but I don't want to pay. So you yeah, go to the trainee. <laughs> Basically, yeah, no, he'd uh, he'd do free photography and he would do uh, like he would uh, sit there we took a ton of pictures for her website oh my god which which i would look as a joke and show to people sometimes but you were on her website i was on her website which i've tried finding now and and i I think she like didn't update it or like didn't pay for so was she training you to be like her staff yeah we were we were in training to be staff and then but you had to pay her no we didn't pay her oh 75 she paid you we were eventually the idea is that we would eventually learn at least $75 an hour. And that's why like, we're like, hell yeah, I want to move to oh, New you York. Oh, you get paid? Eventually, Eventually. Yeah. Once oh, we're... she trained you to then be able to work for $75 an hour. Yeah. Got it. So I jumped the gun as, okay. as for what I... she valued that training for, which comes later. I see. Yeah. Um, and it was really funny. I took one. Uh, there was a photo session of me in a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, I was like, like as a teacher, as a, I was like, uh-huh. I was a mean teacher, uh, and then um, they had they had like seven rooms, something like that, and then there was one where it was just like a big X. There's a name for these things too, but I can't remember. Oh, oh yes, where you're like, str- it's like kind of like a cross, but an X, and you're yeah. strapped to it. <laughs> We're both in the studio putting our hands up, and nobody, <laughs> as, just, as, as if people can see us. Some some torture device that's meant to be sexy uh there was also <laughs> there was a toilet there was a see-through toilet Ugh. yeah i never tra- what's the point tra- of that so you could shit in someone's mouth which by the way are very huge in la <laughs> right now <laughs> really <laughs> yes I'm, i guess i'm not up to speed with the kink community then uh neither am i anymore <laughs> and, uh, and i kind of never was i've always been like sort of like chill <laughs> uh, uh okay so that, i mean i guess it's funny with kinks, it's like, if you say anything, I'm just like, yeah, I believe it. But I have zero idea of, like, what's actually, like, trendy. Like, right you know? now, trending in L.A., which a friend who is a comedian, and she talks about it on stage, uh-huh. which I won't out her on the mic, but just come to comedy shows. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, apparently, like, there's guys who uh, like to get shit on, like, on their chest. And their mouth. And their mouth, you know. And, like, oh. she even tells, she says it as a joke. She's like, I thought I would eat shit and I'd die and I didn't die, you know. She it's, did it, too? Yeah, she did it, too. Oh I mean, God. she's a good, a good partner. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, um, 
but there's all sorts of things. There was a guy yeah. in in New York later on. I had a, a roommate bring him home. Um, be, he, he, his name was Kevin Carpet, and he was popular <laughs> in like the like the party scene. And he liked to roll up, roll himself up in carpet, and then get stepped on. And he preferred Converse. I'm guessing those hurt the least. But he would sometimes roll himself up on a corner in New York City, like in Union Square, and just stand there, and like people would like step on him. Oh my god! Or at the front entrance of a party, like he would do that. Kevin Carpet. And like one time, he what? he came uh, <laughs> over and he brought us. He paid us in uh, Metro cards, uh, ten dollars, and deli meats. Oh my <laughs> which, god! Which my roommate brought. Oh, I wouldn't eat deli meats from a guy named Kevin Carpet. You know, he was a nice guy. He was a nice guy supporting you know, <laughs> young young comedians. Just loose deli meat. <laughs> no, it was like you know sealed. It was mm. like from key food or something. Okay. You know? <laughs> Listen, I was vegetarian then also, uh-huh. but I, you know, I I thought it was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that was Kevin Carpet, uh, but um, yeah, back in the Miami days. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? So you got trained. How many sessions did you do? We have? only sat in, and it was like since we you could really hurt someone, and so like you don't re- they don't really let you loose in there <laughs> until you're ready. Um, but we practice like rope bondage which which is really nice and still very popular you know in like the punk noise scene (laughs) what kind of (laughs) love i love it what kind of uh so is it like a step is it just like you're just like free for all training all of it or is it like level one are there levels like level one the language or level two apprenticeship um sort of thing and Let's see, like, yeah, we learn rope stuff. We learn, like, regular, like, spanking and, like, different tools for it. Um, how, because you could really hurt someone. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, what parts of the body can take it, what parts can't. So it's, like, more scientific. Yeah, of course, you're dealing with the body. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to look at it uh, carefully. Um, Did anyone s- ever get hurt? Uh, there was once this couple, this is a crazy one, we sat in on a couple session, uh-huh. and the lady, got, like, got her period. Oh. <laughs> and so I don't know if that, that was hurtful. Oh, they were, we were making them crawl on their knees, like, through the whole dungeon, and they were like, ow, my knees hurt. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, there was a, I think that was one of the only main ones, there was this, there was a an elder uh like dominatrix there i remember her like coming out of the room and she'd be like all sweaty and be like whoa what happened (laughs) um we did oh another time in new york you know i dabbled in the fetish scene more than i thought the one time in new york my friend's like oh you want to come to a pedicure party um there you know this guy's giving us free pedicures because he's training and i'm like yeah sure and get paid 20 bucks i'm like yeah sure that sounds great Turns out this guy was a foot fetish oh. person, <laughs> and he did our nails, but very poorly. I'm like, this, this <laughs> guy like, sucks. I don't want to tip you. Yeah, and then he gave us a sheet with instructions of how to turn on the machine, and the machine was his face, and we would like bop him on the nose, and uh, like six what? six of us in a circle, bop him on the nose to turn him on, and he'd go beep boop. What? Oh my god! And he and he was filming it. And at some point, I'm like, excuse me. You're not training for a pedicure thing. This is this is like a fetish thing, right? He goes, yes, <laughs> and uh, and then and then that was funny. <laughs> oh my god, we got so paid bu- twenty bucks. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, clearly it was just like training in my home. Like that's like. Well, no, my friend hosted it. It was a pedicure. Oh, so she knew. Party. She was she, in on the she, secret. She knew, but it was like she was like, oh, whatever. They're gonna get their nails done. Uh, you know, it's a. She was like, oh, she's wing manning or toe manning this guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's very little by little, like 
Bop him the on the nose. Yeah, it was like bop him on the nose to turn him on. And or then he just blow on your feet or something. No, he would just he would just no he he wouldn't do anything. He would just make noises. Like he would go make machine. He would go beep. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually well, were like he laughing. Was standing doing that or like by your feet. He was like sitting in the center on his knees with a bunch of us around him in chairs, and just bopping him on the nose. And we would bop him on the nose or on the forehead. Or like I don't it's remember like a reverse circle jerk like <laughs> yeah it was a, a lady gangbang do those exist y- yeah they should everything exists okay <laughs> well I just don't feel like they're it should be more popular but I just feel that with how male centric porn is it's always about like ten dudes and one girl but like no, imagine they do ten everything. girls circled around one guy oh yeah they do humiliation porn but then I think it goes so far everything's so extreme in porn I don't watch a lot of porn but when I've watched it it's like so extreme that I'm always like, what's like the mild version of this? It's like, a huge market for romantic, gentle but then it's women. So, that's women also extreme the other way. It's like, I don't, well, don't want to be like, I don't want like. It's too soft. It's, yeah, it's so like the romantic lady porn. It's like, look in the eyes and soft piano. But it's like, what's the version where it's just like, kind of like, you know, like kind of a gangbang, but at the end, like, but then everyone is happy about it. I don't know. Yeah, there's it's really like progressive <laughs> companies like in San Francisco, there's uh-huh. this one called kink.com. Uh-huh. And I remember knowing about it because of seeing it online and then seeing the huge building. It like it, it's in a armory and they do all sorts of like feminist. Oh, um, cool. Kind of kinky, but also, yeah, they do all sorts of stuff. I haven't checked Kink. them out in a long time, but yeah, they're from San Francisco <laughs> and you'll find a lot of like, Sex positive, if that's the right that's word. That's good. Yeah, yeah. It's just not so extreme. It's always so extreme where it's like, we're going to murder this woman. And you're like, oh, my God. No. Sometimes people <laughs> like that total No, some people do. That's true. <laughs> but then there's also a world where it's like, how about we act like this, but then it's kind of fun for everyone. I don't know. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Ha- they have a little like, bit you know, of like Get slapped, but also say I love you. Like, is there a version of that? Like, Yeah. I mean, even there's some famous porn stars who make a lot of <laughs> eye contact while <laughs> choking the person. <laughs> That's you know, true. Their style. <laughs> yeah, there's all sorts of everything. Okay, so you went to a pedicure party. This was after, this was in New York, so it was after Miami. After Miami. So what, so did you ever become, did you get a certificate for the training or no, what happened? No, things, we were like, we were 19 and super like, I'm bored of this. I'm bored of this too. Like me and my best friend were like, fuck this place. This lady's like intense. Yeah, she's intense. And Do you think she was knowing now what you know about like Dominatrix and like uh the the S and M community, was she like a legit Dominatrix? She was definitely legit. So the lady who ran it, it this was a legit dungeon uh-huh. in Fort Lauderdale, which is very popular place for like swingers and oh, okay. like fetish stuff, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh Oh, we just did an episode about uh, Atsuko was on and she goes to swing swinger parties. Yeah. She talked about it. Yeah. Well, very popular over there. <laughs> um, and uh, no, she was super legit. Like people would come from all over the place to like, like the couple I met, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, we left our kids with the babysitter at the hotel <laughs> and then we're here to have a good time. You know, they were just like spicing up their marriage. How Some much do, so were they paying, how much do people pay for like a session with her? I don't remember, but I think it's like at least like a hundred or more dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and um, yeah, there was ladies there who were like there for a while, and you know, mm-hmm. I could see that you know they they were serious. Like it was like a lifestyle for them, not just uh-huh. like little girls who were like, hey, yeah, we could do dominatrix, which is what we were doing. Um, eventually, the lady became a little bit more demanding of us. As she was like, you guys have to 
show up uh, more often or you have to do learn the, like all this stuff and we're like we're just young girls and we're like uh, we don't feel like doing this <laughs> and then she tried to say that like we owed her for the training that it was such a value uh-huh. which technically it is like it does it is like real art right you know and it re- it, we did learn a lot but but yeah so she was trying to sue my friend because like sue your friend yeah for some reason i get pretty lucky people at like like bosses always generally <laughs> most of the time have it like they're like ah, she's fine <laughs> but for some reason my friend was like because we were like take our pictures off of the website we want them down she's like no like we you know we exchanged like training for the pictures and like all of this and we're like whatever so it just became like this running joke uh between like us and our friends uh-huh. like you want to see something like check us out like i think uh, i'm in like a sailor suit or something <laughs> like um uh yeah and uh oh no that was the teacher i had i had a like captain i had a captain hat in the teacher so you room. never got paid for a session no we never got paid because we were still in training and and then that was it like we quit before it was time <laughs> like i just wanted to, she wanted to, my friend wanted to do it because she liked the idea of being a dom i wanted to do it because i wanted to make some money to move to new york and i was uh-huh. like i don't mind this i could do anything you know yeah. so um but yeah no we quit we quit like it could be a fun job but that's the thing nobody thinks about is like t- for any job you have to do training and get good and there's a co- competitive market and whenever people think like oh wouldn't it be fun to just like yell at a man for money it's like yeah, but there's, like, a technique to it. Like, you can't just there's be like, I'm going to just start. There's a lot of technique. Also, like, they're getting off on it, so it is a bit of sex work. Like, yeah. you know, there is a penis involved that, like, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, even if <laughs> if they go home and that's when they come, like, it's still very around. It's it's deep. It's very psychological. Uh-huh. Like, some people just do it to be obliterated of their ego or self or something. It's like a religious thing i don't know um, what's the um have you gotten any weird like very weird requests like not just like being hurt but just like strange um well i didn't really do it for too long but as a, a personal let's see what's the weirdest thing um, just move your mic closer um i can't think of anything weird uh um, now I would I would probably t- probably step stepping Kevin Carpet was weird oh, like yeah, yeah. stomping on a guy was weird uh, beep boop was weird beep, that is very bizarre um that's so funny but also how in touch with himself that guy must be the beep, all those the people beep boop guy you know like I feel like we as a society like this is why I'm like don't kink shame because it's like as a society it's like it is it is funny I think it's okay to laugh like without shaming like it is funny and I'm sure he thinks it's funny and. And he's open about it to be like, that guy wants you to press his nose and he says beep boop. But uh, I think that <gasps> we imagine as a society that like, oh, that guy's so crazy. He must be like a, a creep. But it's like, no, I think someone who's that open and is in touch with himself is probably so normal outside because like he's like, OK, I can just get all, all my stuff here. It's good to know what you're into and good to yeah. know yourself. Uh, I, fe- I remember the weirdest one, which is another time that I've done something weird like this. There's a guy who he'll do a survey over the phone uh-huh. for an hour and he pays a hundred dollars and he's like, he it's clinical and he loves it. Like, I don't know what it is, but he's just like, okay, so what's a, dic- a nickname for your breast tits? Oh, right. And so what's a common, uh, like he, it's, what? it's a whole survey for an hour like that. And this guy, and he pays a hundred dollars and he, yeah. <laughs> How did you find out about him? A friend in a, f- a friend who's a, 
artist artist performer like huh. <laughs> young 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 girls <laughs> find creative ways to to make, to make money. money yeah um yeah that 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 guy was cool <laughs> Because I was like, this is awesome. But then when I would get a boyfriend, I'd be like, I can't talk. Don't, don't call me anymore. And <laughs> but then then uh, now that I'm like single, I'm like, I'll ask my friend. I'm like, yo, you know, could, could, uh, Where's the could, he, guy? Could, he, could he call me again? Uh, ah. um, yeah. That to, that to me was interesting that he just liked. Maybe he like first had an experience. Maybe like heard a lady's voice on a phone. But But then. It's the other way around. I was gonna say maybe he got a telemarketer and like was jerking off or something. I, th- he the questions were so clinical. Like if you were at the doctor's office, but then with a little, like edge of like kinkiness, because you'd be hmm. saying terms like, well, "What is, um, the part of your body that's the most sensitive?" You know. Oh, I see. So it's like dancing around it. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. very interesting. I wonder how he finds out he likes that, and then that's just the thing he zeroes in on. He's been doing it for a, a, a while, like years now, for sure. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like he's been doing it even before my friend met him. Yeah, because someone introduced <laughs> her to him. So like it, yeah, her, one of her friends. So, do you think? So you feel like your boyfriend would have gotten mad? I th- I think yeah. It's like that's the kind of thing where it's like when people for work. I don't know, because I'm always like, yeah, if you're in a relationship, I mean, I guess if it's your main job, it's like they have to just deal with it, like for sex work. But there's certain certain things like, oh, take a picture of your feet. It's clearly it's sexual. But I'm also like, I don't, I feel like I don't, I've gotten those requests and I haven't done it. But it's like, I also feel like a lot of guys I talk to would be like, I don't care if my girlfriend does that. Make some money. Because they they don't think of it sexually. But that's also like, I'm like, that is a tricky area. Because like, I don't know, is it? Is it sketchy because just because you don't think it's sexual, but someone else does? I think it it depends on the guy. Some guys like are really confident in themselves, and, yeah, and they don't see that. Or some some guys actually turn on, get turned on at the idea of a woman holding such power with her sexuality. I personally don't like doing it in the long run. I like being sexy, but I don't like uh, doing it in the long run because. I like to be able to do things I feel comfortable telling my brothers about, mm-hmm. you know, and like things like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like transactional sex for me, not not like in general, but for me it makes me it, it for me it makes me feel like uh, because I think I grew up very repressed, so it it makes me feel like I'm still figuring out my sexuality, but once I put any sort of monetary value on any of it, it makes me really question like what I want outside of that, if that makes sense. I don't know how to, Yeah, I don't know. It's something I'm still figuring out, I guess. I don't know why it, I don't know why I'm not quite sure why it makes me uncomfortable if to 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 get money for anything sexual. If I think it makes me feel Do you believe in sugar daddies? No, and this is why I'm like I don't know. This is actually it's interesting. I'm figuring this out on the pod right now. I don't think I'll have have the answer, but there is something about um putting money on sex for myself that makes me feel like it takes away from the value of having sex for free for me. Like it makes it less fun. I think like I've never done it so I don't really know how it feel but I just know that when I've uh, whenever I've been in a situation anything sort of sexualizing like even like my even like doing comedy or being in the public eye I I'll like joke about being sexy like I'll do like I did like swimsuit photos but it was like through a joke lens I always feel kind of uncomfortable just doing something purely sexual and using that as a way to get attention and I don't know why I don't know. It should it should be fine, and it doesn't bother me when other people do it, but it bothers me for myself. Maybe it makes me feel like I'm being seen only that way. 
and I want to be seen as more. Like I like to when I have sex with people, I like to feel like they like me as a well-rounded person. <laughs> That's what they're thinking about. Yeah, when which they have <laughs> sex with Whoa, man. which might not that be Teresa true. Teresa sure is a nice person. But that's so responsible, I, that Teresa. <laughs> that's what I want people to be thinking of. So I think maybe when I maybe it strips the illusion away when I put money on it, because then it's like, oh, it's just purely for sex. And then maybe it makes me feel like, well, maybe all the other times is also just for sex. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think about it too deeply. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, I definitely. It's only been like joke situations that I've done things like that, like and it's kind of for a story, like for if it's a funny story. For a story tell on stage. or with friend, like friend. It's usually with friends, yeah. uh, and then it's like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never. I'm very willful, so I would hate to have like a sugar daddy that like tells me what to do. Mm. Then I'd be like, no. <laughs> I know people who have sugar daddies, and it seems like it works out really well for them. But I've never wanted to do that, and I, yeah, I think a part of me. Oh, you know what it is? I value my like work work so much that to to, and even though it might not take away from the value of my work, I think the idea of being like, oh, I could be doing something else that's like quote unquote easier, and making way more money it suddenly makes all the effort I'm putting into work feel, like, yeah. less valuable. No, these kind of jobs is, like, any other day job. It's, mm -hmm. like, if it's not your true, the true work that you want to do, then it's not the work you want to yeah. do. This is, like... <laughs> I love the idea of having a sugar daddy as a day job. <laughs> it is for a lot of people. There's a That's comedian uh, who's, like, talked about it. Yeah. Another comedian. You know, comedians tell all about <laughs> their secret they life. They do. But, yeah, and apparently she's paid... She gets her hotels and all her stuff for travel paid for and seems cool i don't like that kind of stuff like i grew up with like a mom like uh who was like get him to pay for it kind of mentality yeah. and then i was like no i want to be able to pay for things myself and so a little bit like old school like colombian mommy stuff well okay i will say i used to think that because i'm always like i want to be an independent woman i grew up listening to destiny's child and i was like that's who i am and i would listen to it and just be like yeah bitch like i'm gonna pay I was in a relationship where I would, like, with a guy who didn't have a lot of money, and I would pay for everything, and I f it felt made me feel good. And I would, like, sneak money into his pocket if he no. tried to buy me drinks. Oh, my God. So, like, but now, but now, so this, I, what I'm trying to say is I used to be, like, I want to be independent. I want a guy who respects me as an equal. But then I dated a guy who um, bought everything for me, but not in a disrespectful way. And he was making more, and we both knew that. And uh, he, like, every time we went out to dinner, he would just, buy, he'd just pay for it. And I would, like... And, and I and then I, I I didn't think I would like it, but I did. I felt it felt nice. I was like taken care of, and it never felt like I, like uh, that he expected anything. It wasn't like a weird dynamic, but I think the reason it worked is because he was clearly more successful than me, and I also wasn't taking it for granted. Like I would always offer, and then I sometimes I'd be like, "Can I get dessert?" Like, and yeah. then he'd be like, he'd be like "Sure." Tip. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Sure," but it's clearly like he was letting me do it. But I was, it made me feel better to do it. But well, I liked it. I don't know. Like, and I used to think I wouldn't like that. But then I was like, I don't know. I think it's okay to be taken care of. I, li I like it just for the money-saving factors. You know, <laughs> like, really, I, uh, you know, I love being frugal <laughs> when I can. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't care. Like, it's not something I depend on. Like, women, some women, like, that I grew up, like, literally dress themselves up and, like, do a, a invest in the way they look just so they could snack someone who has a lot of money, and will pay for their stuff. Do you think that it, it balances out, though? Because I'm like, the amount of money women spend, like, you know, to have that upkeep, you got to get your nails done, your tan tanning, and, you know, like, 
tanning eyelashes paper tanning well i don't i don't do it but these are things like girls i grew up with who look like you know private school girls do like constantly you know going to the salon the spa buying designer clothes you can't just buy designer clothes once because designer clothes go out of season so and they're very clearly out of season if you're in that world god go to ross but it's not like basic so if you're (laughs) keeping up with that you gotta constantly update your wardrobe new purses new shoes Mm. that shit is expensive like is it really worth it I mean, you said the word private school, uh, and then <laughs> it's, it's like these are, it sound like rich people, you yeah. know. So they're but then they think if they look like that, they'll score a rich husband. But it's like you're also you probably could just save money just by not doing any of that stuff. I mean, it feels good to dress yourself up. Like I like nice shoes, but I don't know. To to each their own. I don't care. <laughs> That's true. I know I'm supposed to have an opinion to no, make you this don't a have real to have podcast. An no, it's <laughs> not. I'm curious what you think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've like definitely been way more open this year about talking about like sex stuff because I think I've always been like sex positive, but not in my mind. I've been sex positive because I like I like to talk about it and be open, but I've never really like personally. I feel like I'm still kind of like very much level one. Like I'm like I want to be sex positive. I have all these friends who like do all this kinky stuff, and then I'm just like I haven't really explored that much. I'm like I've never been to a sex party. Yeah, like, I've never, I had a dream about going to a sex party. Oh, really? It was crazy. At first, it was, like, something really scary. Like, they were uh-huh. giving this guy, like, a ton of drugs. And then he would do, like, crazy stuff. And then I, like, ran away from there. And then I came back as a spy what? to the sex party. And then I was just there. And I, I looked like Halle Berry. Okay. <laughs> it was coming this uh, spring. Halle Berry in sex party. And, and <laughs> But you were her. I was her. And um, I was spying. And then, like, the main cult, le- cult leader, like, came to test me <laughs> and the, this is embarrassing uh, <laughs> but he like touched me and I came so fast in my dream like it wasn't a wet dream but I was and that he was like wow that was fast <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like I swear I'm a spy I'm not here to partake but it was a, a sex party in my dream which I'm like there's so many layers so yeah so many layers um yeah I don't know well, maybe what, you want to go but you don't want to be go as yourself you want to get out of your body so that's why you went as Halle Berry Halle Berry like did a she like ran over someone and uh, she did a hit and run. Oh, <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the dream is. I'm going to bring it to my therapist. On I Thursday. think it would be fun to go. Uh, and I don't, it's not something I'm actively pursuing now, but I feel like everything I've done, it has started as a thing where I've been like, that seems interesting. And then like three years later, it becomes a thing. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this now. So I'm sure at some point in my life I'll go. I would be disappointed if I, like, turned 35 and I never went to a sex party. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been to parties to, like, <laughs> I've been in sexual situations that feels like a party. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh Like group sex? Like a... Oh, oh, my God. In high school, I feel like everybody had group sex in uh, a way, like... What? You, no. You, 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 you'd <laughs> I grew up in, like, the prudish Bay Area. I, ha- I had sex in high school, which a lot of people are like, oh, that's early. I'm like, but I, also a lot of people did. No, I remember having sex with my boyfriend in, in in his bed, and then, like, his best friend and his girlfriend, like, on the floor were doing their own thing. Oh, okay. Which is, like... That's ver- very high school. Yeah, co- that's college, too, when it's, like, yeah. people are just drunk, and you share a bunk or with someone. And yeah. yeah. But that's weird, because you you don't weird. really do that these, you know, nowadays, you know, like, as an adult, right, you like, wouldn't. That'd be you have bizarre. your own room. It's yeah. even bizarre if there's a roommate in the other room, I feel. That's, yeah. weir- to me, sometimes kind of weird. Yeah. So, I don't know, but I get invited... Uh, to sex parties? 
I get yeah recently like just I'm not on the listserv just, I guess no it's it's a, it's like a private in the house like I have a friend who loves to have like threesomes with girls and like he's always like inviting me over and recently he's like there's a guy here too who's fucking the girls I'm like wow that's nice and then, and then I'm like, I gotta go to sleep. You know, like, I just, like, stay home and don't go. I feel like I would be more inclined to go to one that had, like, a cool, like, I imagine it's, like, you get a cool invitation. Like, it's, like, a wedding. You get, like, a cool, like, it's, like, decorative lettering, and it's, like, a sex party, and there's, like, a dress code. Like, I need things to be... I want something with the mask. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about the mask. I like my face uh, to show, because I... I don't know. I like wearing makeup, but I want like outfits. I, I would I, love a themed I, sex party. I want to. I, I mean, I want to know who the person is a bit. But I was at a Halloween party in in Miami, and a guy was wearing a scream mask. Mm-hmm. And I don't know something about the way he approached me. I was like, I like this. Oh no, <laughs> don't freak me out. I need to see your face. And then I met him, and he was he was a good person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that means not hot. No, he's good person. Is no, he's hot. Up. No, he he was hot. Oh, it just okay. it didn't lead to anything. It's, oh, gotcha. it's what you're picking up on. But, <laughs> but um, it's but, like, how was your day? He was a good person. But I, I realized I like that. Like the top. Like then, no. right then and there. Anonymity. <laughs> yeah, there was something about it. No, I've never been to any of those. Like kind of sex parties um i'd go i'm just afraid of diseases i think that's gross sure the practicality here's a pitch uh sex party murder mystery dinner do those exist they've got it i mean come on that sounds like a very cool la thing like there's a story to it so it's a sex party with a story sounds hot it sounds like you could run away yeah oh i I have been to a sex party Okay, <laughs> uh, my friend. S- that's so funny that you've lived such a life that you can't remember. I don't remember a the lot. The sex party. There's to. a lot. No, I had a friend who uh, they would they had a really nice brownstone in Brooklyn, and they would get champagne and put ecstasy in it, and then everybody would drink it, and then usually I'd go uh, be alone. I'd be like, don't, no one touch me, get away from me. But one day I I partook a little bit, and it wasn't like with a bunch of people. It was just one person, but I know for a fact that other people in the house were doing stuff, so that. I think counts as a sex party. You can party. go to a sex party, and this happened, we talked about this on Otsiko's episode, but you can go to a swingers party and not have sex. I'm so glad I'm not the only You can be like a voyeur, <laughs> voyeur, but you gotta be down for all the rules. Like, you can't go to laugh. I think that's the big thing is... Go to laugh? Like, I mean, well, you like know nervous what I mean? Like, laughter? you can't go to, like... And it, the thing is, anybody who... Yeah, kind of. Like, you That'd can't go so to funny. shame, but go you can point. go <laughs> and be a part of the fabric of the world. And I think everybody who goes who says, like, who doesn't have sex often is, like, as an int- you know, as an introductory thing, they probably in the back of their head are like, if the time, if the if the situation arises, they're open to it. But a lot of people will be like, oh, I don't know how I feel, and I think that's okay. I think you can go as long as you're open to it, and and decide not to. I'm ready to go now, Los Angeles. So let me know. Uh, but I'm not kidding. Well, no. So this happened. Actually, I want to share this because it's sort of related. I went. Do you know the Folsom Street Fair? Yeah, it's like a for sure. It's San Francisco. People yeah, jack off huge. outside the window. It's huge. I've seen it's a it. leather festival. It's huge. I was there this year. I happened to be in San Francisco doing shows. Oh, what and a coincidence! <laughs> didn't plan it around that. Uh, believe it or not, but I went with. Uh, so then I when I was there, and I, a couple of my college friends live in San Francisco now. So I we met up for brunch over the weekend, and then they were like, "Let's go." But they're all, like, love them, but they're all very, like, of that sorority fraternity crowd, very, like, heteronormative, cis males, cis women, whatever. But, like, you know what I mean. Um, they're cool, but just into different world. <laughs> Pro- yeah, the, 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 they're just a lot of passive-aggressive dirty talk. <laughs> but they um, – so what happened was we went, and they – and I had friends who were, like, going – 
to actually go to. So I was like, oh, cool, maybe we'll meet up. But then I quickly was like, I don't want to see any of my other friends here because these guys were being so obnoxious, like, they, and they were, like, laughing. They were, like, kind of making fun, and I think it's because they were nervous. I don't think they yeah. were, like, hateful because, I, you know, they're, like, pro-gay rights and all that stuff, and so, I, you know, otherwise I wouldn't be their friends. But they definitely slipped into bro mode where they were like, oh, look at those dicks, there's dicks. Oh, oh look at that guy who's getting hit. And, and then I was like, you guys realize you're the weird ones here. Like, this is a safe space specifically. It gets the one, crazy, though. It does get crazy, but it's specifically created as a place for, like, yeah. this stuff that happens underground to be out in the open for once and it's like it's it would be the equivalent of like someone like yeah like a leather daddy going to like uh a edm festival and being like you guys are dumb it's like you came here <laughs> like you came here like this uh, is there. that happens it's called industrial uh, <laughs> but that's the thing it's like these bros think that they're so normal that anywhere they go they're the norm but i'm like you guys aren't normal here you guys are the weird ones. They like, just needed someone to come and massage their spine for I a know. second and then they would have been... But they clearly were interested because that's why they wanted to go and then I had to just be like, you guys got to tone it down because like... You it's can, crazy it's though. It's them. crazy. There's people who probably don't mind that reaction. They're like, oh yeah, you oh, think we're crazy? <laughs> you know? That's true. No, I have an image of, of the... I was in San Francisco probably in like uh, 2003 and I remember I was there during Folsom and there was a guy like jacking off on the second floor of a building and like a balcony just jacking off and coming into the street what and that's like normal like what is it like r r rivers uh, of semen run through those streets oh my <laughs> like, god so you're allowed to I guess you're allowed to be naked but you're allowed to jerk off too this I guy mean, was jerking off you're allowed to have you're allowed to sex you're allowed true. to do anything and they l they hosed the street down after <laughs> Because I remember going wow. back also like at the end and it was a ho hosed down. I just, I mean, I already, I said a joke about this on stage, but I did actually want, I was like, maybe I'll buy, this is why I'm like, I'm so interested, but I think I need like a, I need a sexual shepherd. I need like someone to like usher me in because I think I'm so I'm like. Bestiality? No, no, I just mean <laughs> just like kidding. the idea, because I was like, maybe I'll get a caller and I had a boyfriend then and I texted him about it because I was like, it'll be sexy. And, but, and I almost bought one, but they were so expensive. They're $55. So I didn't, but I think it's like, I need someone to be like, this is what I'm into. Cause it, that would make me be like, great, let's do it. But I don't, I feel like fearful of being the one to be like, Hey, can we like try this? Cause I don't know if I'm really into it. So it'd be like such a aggressive leap to tell a guy I'm dating, like, let's try this very like intense thing. And then to be like, no, I'm, it's not for me. And they'd be like, why, <laughs> why did you bring this up? Depending on the zodiac sign, I'll tell you yes or no. Uh. <laughs> yes, I think he would. Um, you just got to do it little by little. And do it slowly. You can make your own collar. And I, then just take everything off but that. No, wear it as part of your outfit. You'll notice that as the night progresses that he's kind of pulling on it already. That happens. Like, guys, you, you give guys the, what is uh, it, the, the, the bells and whistles. The, yeah. the, they'll, they'll pull they'll on it. They'll start pulling on it. They'll start pulling on it. And then, then, yeah. Huh. I never thought about that. Well, anyways, um, I feel like this is very <laughs> informative. I don't know anything about sex. I, you I say swear. that, but I'm like, you have so much, you have way more stories than I do. Um, <laughs> so you, so the dominatrix thing, you weren't, you weren't here for it. You never try it again. You're not down. I'm down in, uh, not as a profession, just in intimate with a partner. Did I it ever come up before, after that, where you're like, hey, I train, maybe, like, I'll do this? Something about my personality has made guys think that I'm into, like, uh, domination, like, <laughs> dominating guys, which is weird. I don't know if it was, like, these boots I used to have or what, <laughs> but I've, like, dated guys who expect me to be, like, so tough on them, and I'm like, 
can I just relax? <laughs> and and then it's interesting uh, because submissive guys are, are more demanding <laughs> than they think they are. Yeah. They're like, this is how I like it. And this is how I'm like, shit, get the fuck away. <laughs> but um, no, guys have thought that before, just maybe on like my style, the way I dress and I didn't realize it. Like I was just inspired by like. Well, you seem like someone who knows what you want. For the, for the most part, yeah. But then you end up, you have to be careful because, yeah, like if, if I put out that like kind of like aggressive energy, then I get kind of like submissive people and then I don't mm. necessarily like submissive people. But then if I do that, if I put out a submissive energy, then I get like these dominating people that treat, <laughs> treat you like shit, which can be fun. But then I'm like, that's not what I want. So it's, it's very hard <laughs> for yeah. me to meet someone halfway. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> that story. Um, I have a quick game I wanted to play. Sure. Um, and this one I created, because I didn't know what your story was, but I know you're from Miami and you're just there. So this is a game about Pitbull. <laughs> dale. Dale. Um, you know, Mr. 305 or Mr. Worldwide, depending on who you ask. Um, okay, so this, did you, did you follow Pitbull on Twitter? Uh, I don't think so, but uh, sh- uh, I'll pretend. So she is she. He <laughs> he does a um <laughs> he does like he tweets and he tweets a Monday motivation every Monday, which I thought was interesting. So here's a few. Enjoy life; it's the only thing that matters. Start where you are. Growth is optional. Choose wisely. So these are all his like golden tweets. If you want to follow him at Pitbull, but this game is not about that. It's about tw- tweets. It's basically an over under. So I'm gonna just like name a thing. Uh, like a keyword and uh and then i give you a number and you gotta guess has he tweeted about this over or under this number of times uh and uh and in his life span of twitter pretty okay. easy you get it cool. I, so, I so, so for example if i'd be like uh, growth how many times has he tweeted about that over or under five and over you'd be like okay cool but that's not that's an example okay here's the first one has he okay sunglasses is the word <laughs> <laughs> has he the number is 11 over or under over He's actually only tweeted about sunglasses three times. But one wow. of the tweets was at LL Cool J. He said, I'm known for sunglasses. You are known for hats. What's been your favorite? <laughs> so that was February Small 15th, talk. 2016. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Dale. Over or under 21. Over. <laughs> With that number, though, watch it be like 20. Over. Over. That's his catchphrase. 53 times. Yeah. I thought it'd be more, too. Not that many. What about potato? The word potato. Three. Over or under? Over, under, Damn, actually zero. These I don't are know. Trick questions. Yeah, zero. I thought. Well, he kind of looks like. I was a like a number three, then <laughs> maybe four. That's the trick. His head kind of looks like a potato, so you know. I thought maybe, but nope, no potato for him. So he's more uh, cantaloupe shaped. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> color. Yeah, he's grown into a cantaloupe. Uh, success. The word is success. Has okay. he? Oh, Fourteen is the number. Over or under? Over. Correct. Yes. He tweeted about success 23 times on September 24th, 2017. He said, take a moment to focus on next week's success. Pitbull's got wisdom. Yeah, he did a, uh, when I first moved to LA, I saw a billboard of him and I think Tim Robbins. Oh, yeah. Together, they were doing a a seminar. Wow. So they're really into motivational speaking. Maybe he should make a meditation app. (sighs) Dale. What would it be called? I'm bad at puns, but Pit. Mandale. Mandale. What does that mean? Like, there's mandala, so they could be oh, like, yeah. mandale. Kulo, <laughs> uh, 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 your mind down. Kulo! Cool. Cool. <laughs> that's his, that's his Isn't that a dude? Kulo! Yeah. 
no, no. Uh, uh. Okay, two more. Guy Fieri. The word is Guy Fieri. Has he tweeted over or under two? Tell under. Me. Correct. It's zero. I don't know. They kind of remind me of each other. I thought maybe he would give him a shout Sun- out. Sunglasses. Did not say anything to Guy Fieri, so there's no love there. Final one. Miami. That's the word. How many times has Pitbull tweeted about this? A hundred. Over or under? Over. Correct. Way over. I could only count to 110 and then I stopped counting. There were so many tweets about Miami. In May 2009, he said, I'm in Miami, biatch. So that's <laughs> the kind of thing he tweets about Miami. He loves Miami. He, he, some of them are just temperatures. He'd he be like, it's 85 degrees in Miami. It's 83 degrees. In, and then there's one that was just, can anyone tell me if it's raining in Miami? <laughs> He's just trying to connect with people. He just wants to know. connect to his <laughs> fans. <laughs> yeah, I think he's from Miami, even though I have a joke that he's actually from Fort Lauderdale. Ooh, yeah, oh my that's God. where the Dominatrix is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Pit- yeah. Maybe Pitbull, do you think Pitbull has gone to that dungeon? Well, you know, <laughs> Pitbulls wear a collar, you know. That's true, <laughs> there you go. No, what's Pitbulls weird, into s Pitbulls are actually illegal in uh, Miami. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's just playing it up. He's, that's funny. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can people find you, Kat? Uh, I guess you could uh, check check me out on my website, cattoledo.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and whatever. And I you're on Instagram. Instagram, yeah. I, pu- I usually post shows on Instagram, and you could catch my stories. <laughs> They're fun. fun. I don't sorts. care. I can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Catch catch me out there on, on the e- ether waves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. You can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod or join our Patreon, patreon.com slash tell me anything pod. I post video confessions there for my high and mighty chosen ones and for the rest of the confidants. Um also uh, you know, you guys get bonus episodes and all that. So goodbye. <laughs>